This is Katie. And this is Derek. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the break room. room. Yo, welcome to another episode of The Break Room. This is Derek. This is Katie. And this is The, the Break Room. Room. You know what I love about The Break Room? Tell me. Is when I, I have this thing where when I cry in front of my friends, like I have a group of friends that gets super awkward. And in my older age, I've been crying a lot lately. Yeah. Right? You and I have had some personal talks about like why I would possibly be crying. But I, when I cry in front of my friends, we should, right? We should cry. But they don't. And so I like, I'll express like some discomfort or some displeasure and they just get real quiet. It's like watching your friend get whooped. Have you ever had watched your friend get a spanking? Oh yeah. Yeah, and you just get real quiet. One, because you don't want to embarrass your friend. Two, you also don't want to get whooped. By the friend's parents. <laughs> friend's parents. And so like, it was just like, they just get real quiet like, man. But should we normalize it? I mean, especially it's boys too. Like I cry in front of my girlfriends and don't feel weird about it. Really? Although I have had girlfriends be like, why so many tears? Yeah. I'm like, because I'm, I'm paying attention. Yeah, and we're twos. Oh, we're twos. Oh, God, we're I saw twos. a two post the other day, but it was for women, and I was like, I. What's totally, it for women? It was definitely now when I share about the twos. You're, you're I think of you. Really? Yeah. It was definitely for women. I don't think so. It was like books and wine, and like that's stereotypically. I don't know. Even though I I read books and drink wine. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and Vok, no, no, you try to like add, try to man it up. And I drink and, beer. and a nice beer. And I'm reading a book about war. Curse like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this, the break room is a place where you can come cry. Yes. Call it the cry couch, actually. The cry couch. You've heard Katie refer to it quite often as the, the cry, cry couch. couch. Yeah, yeah, it works. It does. Speaking of crying, today we are talking about a very sensitive topic. And I hate that this is like one of our last ones in our series. Um, but K Katie, I want you to expound. When, when we talk about like when to know, when to drop into a community circle, before we even talk about dropping into one, what is a community circle? It's really where something traumatic has happened, whether it is a fight in the school or let's say one of the teacher down the hall that is everybody's favorite has passed away or is in the is in the hospital. Like scary life stuff. As a teacher, you need to have your thumb on what's happening and you need to know when to scrap your lesson yeah. and drop in and be ready to either the kids are mature enough to talk about their feelings yeah. and and have a Socratic seminar discussion or be ready with prompts and, you know, you get instrumental waterfall music going and they write about it. And I think you have to be aware. And of course, that's going to look different for a kindergartner than it does for a senior or a junior. But I think you have to, as the adults in the room, push aside the lesson and do what's best for kids. And sometimes that means dropping into a community circle. Now, you are saying some things that I think personally are giving some teachers too much credit. Okay, tell me more. I need you to stand up and advocate for your teacher besties because you said when we were preparing for this episode, it's not just things that happen in the school, it's things that happen outside of the school sure. as well. So as a teacher, why is it important for me to stay tapped into things that are like 
pop culture and that are happening in my community and in the world? And how do I know what my students are into so I can also be into that? Like, why is that important? It's part of your job. Ooh, you cussing right now yeah, on this podcast. <laughs> it's part of our mouth. job. I mean, if we if we didn't get into this to be like, I'm gonna, I can't wait to teach the kids subject verb agreement. I can't wait. No, we got into this to affect change in the lives of kids. Yes. I mean, we're gonna teach subject verb agreement. Don't worry, ELA teachers. But so when I mean, for example, when Black Panther died, Ooh. sweet Chadwick Boseman. That was a shock because we didn't even know he was sick, right? And my kids were devastated. They love Black Panther. And so I scrapped what I was doing and I built a lesson the very next day. It had music embedded. It had an article about him and it was cathartic. I mean, we're giving students the opportunity to heal. So yeah, you have to have your thumb on the pulse of what is happening in and outside of the school. How do you know what is appropriate to address in the classroom? For example, I have two, well, I have two kids and then my goddaughters. And they're all ranging from 16, currently 16 to 19. So I have a 16-year-old son, a 17-year-old, uh, a goddaughter and daughter, and then a 19-year-old uh, goddaughter. And they're all really tight. They grew up together. And when Bill Cosby mm. ran into that thing, they had been watching the Cosby show. They had been watching A Different World. And so when they came to school, they were like, man, like, what about our, like, childhood heroes that, that we share with our parents? Like, nobody's talking about this. And, th- and then they're, they're girls as well. They're women, young women as well. And so it doubly impacted them. And they're like, I'm, and you want me to come in here and... and you know, talk about, you know, sign and cosign. And so, like, how do we know what to address and what not to address? That is really hard. And I think it's part of experience and part of, like, I wouldn't go straight into Bill Cosby sexually assaulted a bunch of ladies and roofied them. Use Bill Cosby as an example right now. Okay. 16 years in the classroom. Dwayne Sire. Yes, ma'am. Put me on the spot. Uh Okay. I actually would give them opportunity to write. Okay. So I think writing is cathartic. I would say maybe I would do a journal prompts. Mm-hmm. And so if it was super important to your daughter, or your son, your goddaughters, they would write about they it. Bring it up. I and the prompt wouldn't be Tell me about Bill Cosby. Yeah. It would be like, you know, do you think that some celebrities are redeemable? Are Ooh. they not? Oh uh, this is good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and then you just could kind of, and then you wouldn't even talk about it. You could be like, okay, like, let's turn it in. And then I would look through their writing to see if I saw any, and I always do that, any red flags. Did you just look through writing? Oh, yeah. (laughs) My teachers were looking through my writings? Listen, I had a girlfriend who's wicked smart. They told me, this is your journal. I remember being in sixth grade writing about Deidre Thorpe. I'm sorry, Deidre. Deidre? I used to write about my teacher. (laughs) She didn't want to (laughs) go. She said no. She said no. But, I mean, they have to. They are, we are reporters we are mandatory reporters that's that's what i was going with and so if a kid is writing something that's like they could be harmed or they're gonna harm somebody else like we just have to have our thumb on that pulse would you get in trouble 
if a kid wrote about it in the journal and you didn't read it? Like, is it that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. This is why I like having a teacher and a, a substitute teacher. <laughs> no, three times. I, Derek sent me something. Oh, I had posted like a meme or something like, let the kids have fun right before break. Let them watch the movie. Let them do the thing. And Derek sent it to me. I was like, this sounds a lot like, like free time. <laughs> I was like, listen, there's there's an assignment attached. It's structured free time. You shut the hell up. <laughs> that was my substitute teacher. Snarkiness coming out. I thought we didn't do free time, Katie. <laughs> it wasn't free time. It was oh, structured. So, so you get you actually have to report. Yes. Okay, so go back. They write it in the journal. You read it. What happens after you become aware of a social issue that you did not know was, was happening? Uh, say more about that. What do you mean? So, like, um, my niece, my daughter, in their journals, write about Bill Cosby. You talk about, you you know in your mind, like, hey, there's some stuff that's been happening that's really important with our celebrities. I don't want to pick out a particular topic, but I just want to talk about redemption, like, that's our journal prompt. They write in the journal. You read it. What do you do with that information? Well, it depends. Like, so let's say your daughter is like, I'm just so disappointed. I love to show. Uh, I feel like how dare him do this. I mean, that's just like regular feelings. Yeah. Or if somebody says, this has happened to me. Yeah. My uncle, my this, my whatever has uh, hurt me in this way yeah. and I'm fine or whatever. Yeah. That's something that I have to take. And I, I even, like, started with that. I'm like, you guys. You let them know. I'm a mandatory reporter. My teacher did not do that. Okay, I'm a mandatory reporter. It is my job to, if I feel like you are in danger, I have to report it. Okay? Yeah. That's the law. And I, you know, I want to keep my job and I love all of you. If you want to tell me something, you yeah. can. Yeah. But please know that if I feel like you are in danger or something has happened, I will be taking that to the counselor. So what's the difference between taking it to a counselor, um, sort of pocketing it as a general venting, and then now it's time to drop into a community circle? Well, community circle is more like death, uh, a horrible, violent fight that has just happened. Right. So, for instance, I had a district unit assessment planned, a test. Okay. It was a benchmark. And it was years ago, maybe seven years ago. And I didn't have anything else planned. And after fifth hour, after lunch, my fifth hour comes in and they are losing their minds. There was a horribly violent fight, blood. People had it on their phones because they filmed it. Some people were devastated. It was their best friend. Like somebody else was like hyped up, like, oh, like, you know, and they all couldn't function. And I gave the test. Ooh. I got them calmed down. I gave the test. Yeah. Derek, how do you think they did? Horribly. Horribly. And I remember I went home and cried. I was like, I failed my kids today. I failed them. Like, I'm never doing that again. Wow. And so then now I'm ready. Like, I have a whole Google Slides that when I find different prompts and different, like, and I give those to teachers. Like, if you want it, slide into my DMs. I will give it to you. And I just add things to it when I think about it. Yeah. And so I'm ready. And so... I just think as teachers, we have to do right by your kids. Yeah. And it sounds like a community circle dropping anyone may be necessary. Yeah, 100%. What do you find uh, our students' responses? Like, how do they react to the community circle most times? 
a lot of times when they come in and they're hyped that a fight happened, like, did you see that? When they write about it, they're actually pretty sad. Yeah. When they talk about, and if I post uh, something on the board that says, if somebody was picking on you, what would you do? And then they write about it. And I'm like, what if something horrible happened and you got brain damage? Would it be worth it then? Mm-hmm. Or what if you hurt somebody so horribly that you then went to jail? Would it be worth it then? And then I just keep like peeling back those layers until they're like, no, it's not worth it. So, Yeah. I think that's, you know, I've never gone through any teacher training. Becoming a substitute was filling out paperwork. I got a general rundown of the school and the class I'd be teaching. But, you know, and then old school is like you go through years and years of training. You take a test, you do classroom observation. You got hours that you have to teach. And then you take another test and then you got the state test and you got your school that you're going through. And then now there's like the emergency certification. And so there's various levels of people with various levels of experience in the same environment. And we've talked about on this podcast, pulling from other experienced teachers, going next door, observing classrooms, like all those cool things. And if I had never seen a community circle before, what are some tips to implementing one successfully? You're, 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 it sounds like you're a pro at it. You've done it multiple times. And I'm sure this is maybe not a novel idea, uh, or maybe it is. Is this something you came up with? Is this your idea, like dropping into a community circle, or did you get that from someone? I got it from my mom, my mommy. Uh, so when I think about Cindy like, him. yeah. So when I think about trying to do that, what are like three easy things that I need to keep in mind when I have decided to shift from my programming, from my lesson plan? Some went, something went down during school in the community on social media with a celebrity. Something happened. I think a community circle is necessary in this classroom. What are three easy things that I can I can do to implement a successful, attentive, intuitive community circle? Community circle. Well, for the inexperienced teacher, I would say you get them in. You calm them down. You put on the instrumental music, waterfall, something that's like soothing water. You know, there's no lyrics. I would even teach them how to breathe. We're going to breathe this way. And then I would have the PowerPoint ready that says, okay, now here's the journal. Let's, and the waterfall continues. You turn it up. Uh, People can really write about it. I would do that first. I would write because you don't want it to get out of control with, you don't know what happened in the cafeteria. You don't, you just know that so-and-so was arrested and you know that so-and-so is hurt, right? right? So you don't really know exactly. So I wouldn't have them talk yet. Uh, I'm experienced enough that I feel like I can, and I say that famous last words, uh, (laughs) that I can steer it in the right direction, but Mm -hmm. I can also have my thumb on the pulse of the class. Like if I feel like it's a class that can't, we will just write, Uh, we will draw about our feelings. We will do the things that, we need to do to make sure that they feel safe when they go into the next class. Yeah. I don't know if that was three, but that, that was, was that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about like creating the environment, like getting them down, getting them calm, and then having them write before they talk. Mm. Like those are 
if if I was a new teacher and I was trying to implement this community circle just initially, I'm having them come in the classroom. I'm like, all right, hey, listen, something just popped off. Everybody have a seat, grab your journals. When they come in, I got my, I got the music playing. I got whatever's going. I have my PowerPoint prompt, you know, and then I have them write instead of talk. And maybe depending on how that goes, if people, if I look and it's been 10 minutes and pencils are still going, our pens are still going, then I give a little extra time. But I think that's really important, like when people are thinking about implementing a community circle. And I'll say that for our teachers that are listening, for our administrators that are that are listening, if you uh, are trying to figure out the benefit or the value of a community circle or how to implement one, slide into Katie K's DMs. Like, she'll walk you through it. And even better than that, she will actually come to your school, which I absolutely love. I will come to your school. Please let me come to your school. Yeah. I can't. I, I, I'm just, right now, just envisioning. We haven't talked about this. But I'm imagine, imagining Katie K coming and actually walking you all through Right, a community circle. We can talk about like some major events that have happened, not only in education with current uh, ballots and bills. We can talk about how that's impacted teachers, and we can talk about people in office and how that's impacted. We can talk. I'm about... I'm going to start with Maya Angelou, though. Like, I will bring an article. What's up with you and Maya? You mentioned yeah, her a couple Maya. times. I want to know her, and I feel like I want to be best friends with her. Yeah. And I feel like she's my best friend. And I just I just love that she was literal dirt poor. Yeah. And then horrifically horrible things happened to her. She yeah. stopped speaking for five years. Yeah. I mean, that's like insane. And I'm like looking at this class, like you have a problem. Stop speaking for five minutes. Yeah. Look, think about Maya. And I don't know, I would bring that to your class. And then we would have a Socratic seminar about her life and about, um, and, you know, I would attach it to their lives. And I don't know, I just, I love me some Maya. I also love Jackie Robinson. In my and Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. You watch a Jackie movie? Oh yeah. That was good. 42? Yeah. With Chadwick Boseman. Oh. Oh. I know. When he went into the the little uh the the um the dugout hallway with that bat, he was like, oh Yeah. And I mean he had a temper. I felt that. Of course. But he had to like yeah. temper it. Is that right? Temper. He had temper, a temper, temper, but he had to temper his temper. Yeah, temper I think that's temper. right. Uh, we're gonna go with it. Okay, and he was able to fight for for He was able to it's fight that injustice by playing ball. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. So I, I think I want to. Um, uh, I, I I feel like the bell. The I bell is ringing. The, the bell is going to ring in a minute. It always whenever we get good, I feel like it's going to. Get off the cry couch. Time to go back. I know. So uh, we can't we can't leave without talking about our our teacher. A question. Uh, this this question um, dropped into your DMs from a, from a teacher says, "I love my students, and they come from <clears throat> some really hard places. But there seems to be a fight almost every day. When it happens, I lose my class for the rest of the day. Whatever happens after the fight, I lose them for the rest of the day." Any advice? I would I would drop into that community circle. I will come. I will help you. Uh, it's hard because, like, let's say the fight happens at lunch or it happens in the afternoon. Usually middle school fights, high school fights happen in unstructured environments sometimes. Mm, and we know how you feel about unstructured environments. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Some of it can't be avoided. Like, when you're walking to class, that's unstructured, I think, kind of. And element or... Well, uh, hallway. Hallway leadership, right? Hallway leadership. You got to be out there. You got to be out there. You got to be out there. Yeah. And I would have serious conversations with the teachers around you. Get other teachers involved. I'm big about that. Yeah. 
if you feel like there is a fight every single day, I would be talking to administration. I would be talking, but what can you do in your four walls? You can drop into a community circle and you can see and let your kids really write about it and peel back those layers because they really don't want the violence. They act like they want the violence. They don't. Yeah. They don't. It's scary. It feels like an outward, like a, like a protective mechanism. Like I don't want to seem soft or sensitive. And so I laugh or I, you know, do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. All right. Listen, break room, get up, get your bags, get your, your, your manila folders, get your paper <laughs> manila clips. Manila folders. Uh, do teachers carry folders around? What do they carry? I, mean, I guess so, yeah. I feel like they, that's where they keep their lesson plans. They got their coffee. Yeah, they're coming from the printer room, through the break room to see who's in there, to see who can. They who's can crying on the cry cow. Yeah, yeah, pat, pat them on the bat. Who can we lift up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bell has officially rung. Thanks for hanging out with us so much. This is Derek. This is Katie. And this is The Break Room. Break room.